Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, It's talk me out of it. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Yeah, we may need to. I think we've all had those ideas before. What we find with this segment, usually it's in moments of emotion mm-hmm. that you come up with ideas in your head that feel a little ridiculous. Right. But sometimes these ideas are genius, right? Yeah. And sometimes what, Jess? We got to talk you out of it. Yeah. So always keep us in mind for this segment. We do it on Thursdays and we keep you completely anonymous just to listen to these ideas. Okay, anonymous, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? We're good. So what's this idea? I want to break into my ex-boyfriend's house to find out if he's hooking up with one of my friends. <laughs> Go on. So, um, my boyfriend, what? or my ex-boyfriend, and I broke up three months ago. I'm okay. sorry. And we've been dating for, like, almost a year. You know, that things were pretty serious, I thought. And, um, but later on in our relationship, he started hanging out more with one of my friends, and you know, it was great because, you know, we saw me out together and then they Wait, also without you? Without you? He was hanging out with his friend without you? Initially, it was all of us. And then they really got close, the two of them. So they started hanging out without me. But, like, you know, she and I were friends. They were friends. So, like, it was cool, yeah, I thought. Yeah, but, right. but then when we broke up, it was, like, out of nowhere. And he swears that she had nothing to do with it but like I really I just really started feeling like I, I really think there's something going on and I've asked him about it I asked her about it and they both like insist that no no we're just friends but like I I know I'm right and like two weeks ago I was driving home and like one of the routes I can take home was like kind of past his house and yeah. like, it was at late at night so I went by and I I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw her car there and like I asked her about it and she was like no but like I can't say I'm like driving by or whatever but so he's going out of town this weekend and he needed someone to watch his dogs and he posted about it on the next door app and mm-hmm. um and I got my friend who he doesn't know to respond to it and take the job so what I'm planning to do is one of the times where she's going to go in and like feed and walk the dog I'm going to go in with her and I want to check the apartment for evidence <laughs> like I want to find out yeah. Like, I just need to know at this hey. point. And I really think I'm being lied to. That's genius. Yeah. Bro, that, hang on. I'm really not mad at you. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. So Anonymous says, I'm pretty sure my boyfriend and my ex-boyfriend and my current friend mm-hmm. are hooking up. Yeah. 
They both deny it. I have... <laughs> this is so smart. I have... I need. I want evidence, so I set my other friend up that they don't know to watch his dog this weekend Mm -hmm. or dogs this weekend and I'm going to go with her and I mean is your plan to just look for evidential proof? You're just looking around right? You're not going to like cause any damage inside? No, no I'm not going to mess anything up I'm just going to look around like see if any of her stuff is there I you think know. this is genius. I think you need to do brush? it. I don't know. I mean, is it illegal? I don't know. Is Four, it? 410-583-1065. Um, the question is, do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? And I think we need to look at legality. Not only that, we need to look at morality uh, a little bit in the situation, too. Uh, Jess, do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? I think you need to do it anonymous. <laughs> We're so bad. I honestly think do you do. You're not do you're it. not going to do anything you're not going to do any damage to the house. You're not going to steal anything. You are going to assist your friend yes. who is doing a job. Yes. You are there purely just to assist her and you may just happen to look around while you're inside the home. Yes. And I feel yeah. like you'll be able to move on once you see her things. Or okay, will this help you move on? Will this stir things up with you? Is this is this going to help your healing? Or are we going to make stories up? Because here's the thing. You can never go back to him and say, oh, yeah, remember that girl that you hired off the next door app? That was my fr-. like. You will for instantly be the psycho ex for the rest of your life. You're so no matter psycho. what you see, you can't confront them with it. Yeah. So 410-583-1065. Do we tell Anonymous to go for it or do we talk her out of it? Nicole in Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? Talk her out of it. And why? I will say uh, points for creativity. But yeah, yes. Yes. Maybe, honestly, for the six months we've been doing this segment, maybe most the most creative thing. thing we've heard. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad about that. It's just everything about being in someone's home where you don't belong there. It just rubs me the wrong way. I think it's super invasive. The relationship's already over. Yeah. I don't think it's help her in any way. Um, I don't think it's illegal, but it's just... I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. And if you think about the shoe on the other foot, what if he called in and said he was going to go into her apartment when she was there? Yeah. They would think that's kind of creepy, right? Dang. Unless she was shady. Because, you know, like, yeah, what if we turn this around? And is this totally different if this was a guy entering into a, a woman's home? Would we feel differently about this, you know? I feel the same both ways. I just think she's not really going to get any satisfaction. And he's already an ex. Like, I know it's her friend, but maybe that speaks more to their friendship than her ex relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that. (laughs) Have a good day, guys. You too. Does that make you feel a certain way? If like if he was calling, say I want to break into my ex girlfriend's apartment, no, you would the, be like, hell no, no boy, the, the you're same, crazy. No, like, no, no, I'm like the same situation, same situation. And if he would have gotten a friend, it's like the dog sitting situation, and she was the one being shady. I can't tell you that I wouldn't do something like this. I swear to you. Like, unfortunately, I, I might. And can, I low-key have, you know? Can you please hop in this conversation? 410-583-1065. Do we tell her to go for it, talk her out of it? Alex and Towson, good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or we talk her out of it? Absolutely go for it. Everyone, mm. listen, there's so much confidence in this, this one is a today. confidence, yes. Why? Why? Yeah, I think... I think the benefit is so high, potentially, and then the risk, you're not doing anything bad to him, and you get the closure you need to know that your instincts were probably right. And then also, 
uh, just from a friend perspective, you need to know whether or not that girl is actually your friend because she shouldn't be lying to you. If she's yes, yes. Up with I, your ex. At the very least, she should be telling you the truth. I, yes. I do. I do agree with that. She does need to. You. I don't think she needs to stay friends with somebody that. Yeah. Is, is lying to her face. Right. No matter yeah, what the exactly. issue is. So, I mean, I think that's important. Can we get somebody of law to call in about this? Does anybody know the legality of this? Because guys already granted permission for the, you know, for the for friend the to come in. Right, because what's the difference? Because, like, some, you know, what if she was just bringing someone with her? Like, if, that's what I'm saying. I, if like, I was like, doing like that a, kind of stuff, I wouldn't want to go by myself, period. Like, I would have someone take with someone me for with safety. You. So, like, is it wrong? Maybe we get somebody of law persuasion to call us on this, too. 410-583-1065. Is it illegal to do this as well? Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Love your guys' show. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Hey, Sam and Jarisville, good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for this or do we talk her out of it? We can all agree it's genius, okay? For sure, genius move. A, a creative. It's, it's a great. creative idea. It's great. But... I, what do we say? I don't know. I say totally talk her out of it. Just for the sense... I feel like it's a little invasion of privacy, him not knowing, like, her snooping through all of his things. And if her friend really is doing that behind her back, I mean, everyone's true colors show at one point. So okay. she will find out one way or another. I I cannot get anyone on the phone this morning to talk to me about legality of this. Because if this, and now hang on, let me ask the question. If this is illegal, do we still tell her to go for it? Uh, oh, no. Well, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go on the record. Dang. <laughs> Just like I don't know. I don't mean. I, I'm removing myself from the chat if it is. That because people there are saying because a lot of people are saying go for it. Like Jess is one of them. And like if it is illegal, do you still tell her to go for it? But no, obviously no. with you, it's like talk her out of it either way. I, I get it. Feel and, and again, like would you want your ex doing this to you? No. Oh no no. Okay, <laughs> so you got to think about that as well. Thank you for calling. Thanks. I know we have a lot of law enforcement listening to this show. I don't know why you're not calling us. I guess maybe it's not illegal then. <laughs> Please don't take <laughs> law advice from Jess Dutra. <laughs> okay. 410-583-1065. Georgia from Spark, good morning. Hi. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Absolutely. Go for it. Mm. <laughs> why are so many women calling in today? So no, confident with this. If I was a man, go for it. Yeah. I mean, it's the perfect setup. Yeah. I mean, how can you not? Okay, this, think of this in a very random scenario. We are, live in Baltimore. Everyone, it's so small. Anyone yeah. can be someone's friend. And just like Jess said, what if they were just, you know, I took a friend with me because I am going to a stranger's house to, you know, dog sit. Or exactly. Or one of the puppies or whatever. So, she could just happen to be along for the ride. Yes. But, I, but the other side of things, though, I feel like friendships are um, should be really genuine. So if I don't trust my friend enough to say that she would deal with my ex uh. and that would make me uncomfortable, I also don't think that she should be her friend. So, so really for SMGs, go, go look. But so, she's still in that friendship. A hundred percent. I don't think she should be friends with a girl in the first place because I don't feel exactly. like that's a feeling you should ever have so, uh, about someone that you're close Y'all to. Y'all are saying if you ever worry about that, that's not a good friend to have, period. No. no. Oh, ever, okay. ever, ever. All right. Fair enough. Thank you, Georgia. You're welcome. 410-583-1065. Is this illegal, though? Hey, Julie, good morning. Hi, how are you? We're good. What's your expertise in this field? I do a lot of work for the courts as a uh, transcriptionist and a court reporter. Okay, so is is this illegal? Well, I am not a lawyer, but I, from all the years of dealing with this, this is considered trespassing. She was not invited into the home. Okay. And she's going 
under false pretenses. And obviously, she's an ex-girlfriend for a reason, so he does not welcome her in the home. So technically, it's trespassing, which is against the law. But if she goes on the, hey, my friend is allowed to be here, and I'm just random Assisting. random friend that's just coming along. Let, let's take the whole ex-boyfriend out of it, you know? Let's just say that I'm, I'm a dog sitter, and I'm bringing my friend along with me. To hold the bag of food. Would that also, <laughs> would that also be trespassing? Yes, because he hired her to take care of the dog and to enter his home. He did not hire her to allow her friend's family or anyone else to enter the home. Now, if she contacted him and said, hey, my friend is doing this, I'd like to come, or the dog walker did it and got permission, but the dog person, the dog walker does not have permission to allow free access to the home unless he gave her that permission. This is good to know. He gave gave the dog walker permission to enter his home, and that's it from what you're telling me. Yes. Anyone that enters in technically would need permission from the ex-boyfriend. Okay. Thank you for that information. Really appreciate that. Thank (sighs) you. But... (laughs) If the dog walker asks him, like, hey, am I allowed I to bring, bring someone with me? And if he says yes. Hey, it's, hey, it's not the worst idea. Um, anonymous. Yeah. So what are you thinking after all this? I'm, just, I'm really, like, I'm on the fence because I really need to know. Yeah. But also, this is, like, such a tight-knit group of people. And even though my friends who sign up as the dog sitter, like, they don't know her, I just feel like, you know, people talk, and it would be so easy for it to reach somebody and for people to figure it out. And, like, I don't want anyone to know. And- yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really don't know what to do. That's I'm the really thing. If you if you go for it, you have to own it. Like And honestly, like why personally? not though? Like I mean, I don't know. I just, I just I just I legality, well, I don't know. I mean, it but, definitely puts you into a different category of ex-girlfriend if you do this. And if and down. if someone sees you like outside the house or someone's driving by, there's, there's a yeah. lot of ways you could get caught doing this, but yeah. you would just have to be okay with it. Okay, well, here's what we say is obviously think about it. You've got the whole long weekend to do it here. Uh, Jess and I will be off on Monday um, and, and Tuesday. So can we talk to you on Wednesday at 8.20? Uh, with this segment, though, we don't ask for phone numbers, names. We don't want to know anything like we explained earlier. So we just have to rely on you to call us back if you're down. So can we can we get you to call us back with an update on Wednesday at 8.20? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Now, Creamer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. All right, let's start this radio program. By saying one more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. We're going to chant it because we need to feel it in our hearts and our souls this morning when we say one One more sleep. One One more sleep. One One more sleep. One more sleep. sleep. Crowd goes wild. Awesome. That feels good. Six o'clock club. You got one more sleep. Some of y'all got zero more sleep. True. Jess and I got zero more sleeps. Ooh. It just hit me. Um, Let's get some shout outs and then we'll catch up. 410-583-583. 1065, you are part of the 6 o'clock club because you're here. You're awake. We want you to come here every single morning at this time. Check in with us. You're our friends. We just like to say hi. 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster here. Jim at USCG, beautiful Beverly. Uh, Today is my Friday vacation. Starts tomorrow uh, for LD, the sassy scientist. Love that. 
Justin Aberdeen. Good morning, Parker's Mimi is here. Stephanie in Nottingham. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, are here. Happy birthday, Karen. Karen. Uh, Christine, good morning. Stephanie Lynn, only seven days of school left. Kay Calloway, our Lyft driver in Baltimore. Our Greek goddess, Diana from Annapolis. Good morning, Sarah and Stu. Annabelle and her mommy from Happer to Grace. Kathy in Parkville. Debbie in Delta. Lisa, Grace in Dundalk. Mr. W is here. Lori, good morning. Terrence is here. Melvin and Jenny checking in from Medina, celebrating their 10-year wedding anniversary today. Congratulations. Amazing. Rico, our CRNA, Ace and Jag and their mama and have it a grace. Adrian, 14 more school wake-ups for BCPS. <laughs> Every uh, day. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Sherry from Severn, last day for seniors in Anne Arundel County. Nice. WB from Glen Burnie. And we'll get to more shout-outs in just a few minutes. Just a heads up, we will not be here tomorrow's show, mm-hmm. and we will not be here on Monday, and we will not be here on Tuesday. So we'll be back on Wednesday. Jess, what are you doing? We're going to Disney World and right. Universal Studios for the first time. So we're flying out to Orlando after the show. I'm so excited. I'm heading to New York with my mom. Mom and I are meeting up there uh, this afternoon to go watch some shows and just spend a birthday weekend slash late Mother's Day together. So mm-hmm. excited about that. All right, before we get the show started, how are we feeling going into today's show? I think, you know, just still aware. Yeah. And still mourning. Yeah. Um, but trying to be as positive and think about things that we can do mm-hmm. right now. More Just proactive than more, shocking. More yeah. proactive. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm probably in the same state. I don't feel like I'm quite back by any means. No. I think because we're still so inundated with it, you know. And we're still, you know, learning different information. We'll obviously share that with you as we, as the morning goes on. But the answer is no matter how you're feeling, that's how you should be feeling today. So just take it as it is. Now. Now. Baltimore top three with Jess. All right. Number three. We may never know why a shooter gunned down 19 children and the two teachers at Robb Elementary School, but as the nation mourns the 21 lives lost, more details are emerging about the investigation leading up to Tuesday's massacre in Uvalde, Texas. Governor Abbott says the man got into a shootout um, with school district police, but was able to get into the back door. Um, He then went down a corridor and entered a classroom and started shooting. He was reportedly barricaded for as long as 40 minutes before being taken down by the police. And he got in a crash um, in a nearby ditch near the school. The shooter apparently offered an online warning of his plans as well and updates. Governor Abbott said the shooter posted on Facebook three times before the massacre. However, according to Facebook, the gunman had actually sent one-to-one direct messages, not public posts, and they weren't discovered until after the tragedy. And just before uh, the mass shooting, he had also allegedly sent a series of text messages to a teen girl in Europe who he had met online describing how he had just shot his grandmother, who is still currently in critical condition at the hospital, and that he would also, he intended to shoot up an elementary school. God. <sighs> feel like y'all would get to take these kind of warning signs way more serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And listen, it happens to us. Well, I don't know about to you, Jess, but it happens to me all the time to where I, not not with shootings, but I get a lot of people that message me to say they want to kill themselves. Mm. And I always feel so obligated to do something because I don't think that people, if they're telling people publicly they're going to do stuff like this, 
we have to take it seriously. And if you see something on social media, I mean, his his account was just filled with like selfies and pictures of guns and, you know, like scary things. And so it's like if you see something that makes you feel uncomfortable, don't become desensitized just because, you know, right. so I definitely just, speak up if you can. Better safe than sorry. And I feel like we say this, we've said this a hundred times before, uh, but maybe we can talk to the younger ones this morning. If there's something at school or somebody said something to you at school. And you might feel uncomfortable saying something, but I hope you will. I hope you'll mm-hmm. find the courage to say something. Yeah. You know? All right. Number two. Wallet Hub has just released their list of the best places to find summer jobs. And one city in Maryland made the top of this list. They looked at more than 180 markets across 22 key indicators of employment, including things like income of part-time workers, availability for summer jobs and internships. Columbia. Obviously. Say Columbia. <laughs> like, Y'all why is know my Columbia? attitude. You could hear it. <laughs> Columbia made the list of the top 10 places Damn. to find summer jobs. Um, they ranked third on a list of nearly 200 places that were analyzed in the survey, trailing only Orlando and Fort Lauderdale in Florida. Um, however... Another Maryland city also made the list. Baltimore ranked 137. It doesn't sound good. But you good. know what? We're on the list, it doesn't baby. Doesn't sound good. Hey, shout out Columbia, though. Man. Obviously, yeah. I yes, feel like somebody that works. It's always Wallet. Is it Wallet Hub, this one? It's Wallet Hub. Yeah, I feel like no, somebody, so you know someone. Somebody works there someone or lives there. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two. The final pre-release estimates are in, and experts think that Top Gun Maverick is going to be the best worldwide opening of Tom Cruise's career. The movie has a 97% certified fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes. An industry insider say the movie could have a 180 million opening weekend worldwide. That could also be a record for Cruise, whose biggest career box office was actually um, his largest three-day weekend total in America was $64.8 million for War of the Worlds in 2005. Uh, and then his biggest worldwide opening was for The Mummy. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, the movie's already showing in several countries and hits American screens with previews today in some locations to start with what may be the widest release in history. This is the most hyped film that I can remember post-pandemic or, you know, post everything shut down. Same. Like, I can't think of another movie that they've, they've built up so big. Everywhere. So, but if the, if the re- reviews are there Everyone's to support Everyone's saying it, it's amazing. Then- Priestley saw it and my boyfriend Garage Boy was like, did you ask him about it? What did he say? And I was like, I didn't ask him. Like, I feel like I gotta watch the first one soon. I can't, I don't think I can see the second one without so seeing the first one. I do think that you should watch the first one because the first one is amazing. Yeah. However, I know how you are and you would be, a, according to like reviewers on YouTube that I've watched because we've watched like a ton of them. <laughs> You can watch the second movie without having to watch okay. the first, but it won't be as enjoyable because you won't get the Easter eggs. I don't think I would let myself do that, though. I, I have to go in order. There's every well, no, movie you need I want to wanna see. I always have to see the first ones first. It's the respectful thing to do. I agree. This is Jess, and that was your top three. <laughs> so are you friends with any of your teachers on social media now that you've graduated? Because Jess finds this to be kind of weird. And odd, and I think now that we're coming towards the end of the school year, it's probably an important question. And social normality, mm-hmm. we should talk about mm-hmm. what's happening. So, my best friend just got added on Snapchat by our old math teacher <sighs> from sophomore year of high school. And the reason why it's giving me the heebie-jeebies is because it's Snapchat and not Facebook. Yeah. Because I, Snapchat is shady to that me. It does feel weird. How old? So, your friend's your age. 29, yeah. mm-hmm. 20, 29. Mm-hmm. How old's the teacher? How old is he now? 
Like, was he like a young, cool teacher back in the day? Was Because there, there were some low teachers. Key, low key, but he wasn't that young. Like, he was like younger of the bunch, but he wasn't like young, though. So he's probably, what, 40? At least. Mid, late 40s? At least. Okay. That, to me, that does feel creepy. That yeah. feels a little weird to be connected on Snapchat. I was but like, what why if, are you adding her on Snapchat? Add her on Facebook like a normal teacher human being. Is that okay, though? Is that, I don't know how many people become Facebook friends with their teacher. Now, because when if you're my age, if you're in your 30s, we didn't have social media growing up, oh, right? Oh, are you so, not Facebook friends with any of your teachers? I'm friends with my drama teacher only. Okay. Only my drama teacher from high school and I are friends, mm-hmm. which the relationship is still kind of weird. Really? Let me tell you what happened. Well, this is a while ago now, but uh, she had posted something and I went on there and I commented and I called her by her first name and she literally sent me a Facebook message. I would never. And she said, you need, you need to still call me. And we, my teacher We name. called her Pev. Her last name was Peverly and we called her Pev. Yeah, She's Ms. like, Pev. I'd feel better if you would just still call me by Pev. And I not. would never, and I ever, like, ever talk. Dirty. I would never, I don't care. I would never, ever, ever talk to one of my teachers by their first name. I'm 30. I'm Facebook friends with a couple of my teachers and like that's totally chill to me. I, I think so three of them. You're fine on Facebook. Yeah. Facebook seems like a safe place. If one of your teachers adds you, and when did they add you though? Was it because you kind of grew up with Facebook? Exactly. I think that's why we're in a different situation. My English t- teacher did not add any of us because he added a couple of students because we wanted to add him and until we graduated. Okay, so once you was it like the first day you graduated, like, hey, what's up? Like summertime. And, he, and that didn't feel weird to you? That felt like, okay, no, it felt that, cool? No, that felt totally fine. Because okay. like a lot of us, either he requested us or we requested him. Uh, he, he was like our AP English teacher. And yeah. like we were all like just super close to him. And he he's just so great. And like just posts like philosophical posts. And we're just like, Mr. Perry, we love you. Like, didn't he's feel just weird. Not weird. Okay. Like he's like everybody's like grandpa. Love him. What about Instagram? Would you feel differently if your teachers added you on Instagram? No, because my my second grade teacher added me on Instagram. I feel like to me, and I don't know if I'm being too picky, but just depending on the teacher and the platform, I just think like certain vibes should be certain places. Like Snapchat is off limits. No, for so, me. so no teachers can go on Snapchat. No, because Feels nothing weird. good is happening on what Snapchat. What about TikTok? How would you feel if one of your old teachers added you on TikTok? I have no control over that. And I, f- I find out people follow me on TikTok every day that shouldn't be following me on TikTok, period. My own family members, because I'd be acting wild on there. But do you feel weird about that? So like if one of your old teachers from high school added you on TikTok, would you feel a certain kind of way? About I, like- I would because I, I act up on there. I was like, oh, my bad. You know, like, I, I got nervous when we found out uh, our friend from Johns Hopkins listens to our uncensored podcast. I like, was like, oh God, like, <laughs> somebody no. Of, somebody of power all of a sudden listens. Oh my God, we feel so weird. Yeah. some A real mature adult. Honestly, I don't know why, but I just don't like the Snapchat thing. Everything else is fine to me, but I, but she didn't like that either. She's like, why? Feel, and I was like, girl. But it's funny, right? It's funny how the different social medias feel weird. Are you connected with your old teachers on social media and does it feel weird to you or some of you like wait no way like what the world that phase is over yeah and maybe some of you because there's some teachers that add me now i'd be like wait what why like why i'm friends with friendships yeah i'm I'm friends with all of my college professors like most of them because i would go drinking with these guys oh really this is some small georgia backwood stuff we go to class and then we all go out to happy hour and get wasted together very bizarre i don't think that's a normal thing to do at all oh not me are you Will you text us right now, 410-583-1065? Are you connected to your old teachers on social media? And like, which ones? And does that feel cool to you? Or is it weird? 
410-583-1065. What are people saying? This text, though, is for Kramer, who thought he could uh, refer to his teacher, one of his old teachers, by their first name. Uh, this text says, I am 60 years old, and the principal from my grade school, from my grade school is still Mr. Albert. I feel like... Okay, the joke- I would feel so uncomfortable trying to... even Like, even, like, my old dance teachers or, like, any sort of, like, teacher like that. I can't talk to them by their first name. The joke behind that is, is because I was... I The one teacher that I'm connected to from high school, I called her by her first name in a post, and she literally messaged me and said, I'd feel better if you still call me by my last name. And I'm like, what? Like, That's I'm so funny. A, I'm a 30-year-old man. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me this anymore, right? Yeah. This text is Chris uh, from Christina. Yes, I am friends uh, with some of my teachers only on Facebook and some on Instagram. I have my band teachers, college and high school, and uh, my track coaches as well. But I agree with Jess. It depends on the... It depends on who and what platform. I would not have accepted them on Snap unless I was close to them now. But and Facebook is fine. We can agree. Facebook is a safe place. I'm friends with a bunch place. of teachers on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Anything else? Yeah. We have one more text right here. I graduated high school in 2018 and I am friends with a lot of my teachers on Facebook. I do feel, though, that Snapchat is a little bit creepy and would never ask them for their Snap. Yeah. It feels like it's just a little, a little too close. Are you ready for Throwback Thursday? Yay! Thank you, Jessica. Um, This is where we take a look back at number one songs in Maryland from previous years. Mm -hmm. And then I'll also give you a moment in pop culture history. I love it. And I bet you today I'm going to give you way more information on one of your favorite songs than you ever could have asked for. Really? Let's get into it. Uh, The number one song in Maryland back in 2017, I kind of forgot this song even existed. Take yourself back to the summer of 2017. You're okay. turning on Mix 106.5 and you're hearing this. DJ Khaled. Oh my gosh. I'm the one with Justin Bieber. It felt like the Avengers watching that music video. I hear like, who's that? What? He's in it? He's in it? What? Oh yeah, I forgot. Everyone's on That's it. That's right. Yeah. But like, do you ever think about this song anymore? No. I don't either. <laughs> it was so big and now I kind of forgot it existed. Here's a song you won't forget about. 2008, the number one song in Maryland, Rihanna and Take a Bow. I'm angry singing to this song so many times. Mm-hmm. Closing. Mm-hmm. How old were you in 2008? How old was I? How old was I? Are you trying to do the math? <laughs> Why don't you just pull your phone up? <laughs> Let me look. I mean, okay. 2008, what year were you born? I don't know. Okay. Oh, my, I was 15. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so and you were I'm angsty. Yeah. Take a bow, <laughs> Jordan. <Boy. laughs> On AI and Messenger. Yeah. Take a bow, away message. Um, the number one song in Maryland back in 1997. Goodness gracious. Mm, bop and Hanson. I, I love this song. Love I, I got to be honest. The youngest one I did think was a, a female, and I, I thought he was attractive. I was like, that's a very pretty girl. He's, he's beautiful. He is a beautiful, he's a beautiful man. person. Their hair um, is, like, gorgeous. <laughs> I had a crush on him for probably two weeks. Weird. <laughs> um, Bop actually is going to be our moment in pop culture history today, oh, too, because fine. 25 years ago today, this was the number one song in Maryland. And this song, by the way, wasn't the mega pop, bubblegum pop mega hit they thought it was going to be. So years before this was released as a single, Hanson actually had recorded another version of this song. No, it's like Screamo. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Hanson wrote the, uh, actually wrote the lyrics and the words to this song. This was not some kind of cooked up in a lab pop song. Okay. They actually wrote it initially. Nice. 
So this is their version they wrote over a year before. I'm actually going to play it for you. Here's oh, their cool. version of it. And, it. and this part actually pretty similar. They kept like the bones of the chorus. But it's not the mm it's, part. It's the lyrics. But then they came back and I like, mm, bop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 So what happened though, of course, is the music industry strips you down to your core. Found it. Takes everything from you. The hit makers <laughs> yeah. said we can make this into a maximum appeal song. Yeah. So that's of course the version that we got that everyone sings now. Cool. This was the number one song today in Maryland, also a dozen other countries at the same time. They seem like a one-hit wonder. They were not. They had two more top 20 hits over the next few years. I Will Come to You, don't remember it. And also this time around, also don't remember it. But this song will now be stuck in your head for the rest of the day. You can think. Throwback Thursday. (laughs) Now. Now. Three stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. As a nation mourns the 21 lives lost in the shooting at Robb Elementary School, more details are emerging about the investigation leading up to Tuesday's massacre in Uvalde, Texas. The 18-year-old shooter fled his grandmother's home after shooting her. She is still in critical condition, but his truck crashed into a ditch nearby the school. The cause of the crash was not clear. Uh, He got out of the vehicle wearing a bulletproof vest and carrying a rifle. The man got into a shootout with school district police, but was able to get into a back door. He then went down a corridor, entered a classroom, and started shooting. He was reportedly barricaded for as long as 40 minutes before being taken down by police. And just minutes before the mass shooting, the gunman allegedly sent a series of text messages to a teen girl in Europe who he had met online, describing how he had just shot his grandmother and would then shoot up an elementary school. The shooter apparently also offered an online warning of his plans as well. Governor Abbott said the gunman posted on Facebook three times before the deadly massacre. But according to Facebook, he had actually just sent one-to-one direct messages, not public posts, and they were not discovered until after the tragedy. And in related news... Police in Texas say they arrested another student after he was seen walking towards a high school with what appeared to be a rifle. Richardson police say that they received a call about the teen on Tuesday afternoon, just one day after one of the nation's deadliest school shootings to take place just over 350 miles away. The teen was then located inside uh, the high school without any weapons, but when they searched his vehicle, they found an AK-47 style pistol and also a replica of an AR-15 style rifle, and he was charged with unlawful carrying weapons in a weapon-free school zone. Let's use this as a a good lesson for high schoolers, middle schoolers, anybody. Mm -hmm. Just, Just kids going to school, man. If you see something, don't feel... Don't feel embarrassed to say something. Either at school or online. If anything yeah. makes you feel uncomfortable. If anything makes you feel uncomfortable, just just go to somebody you trust. If it's a parent, if it's a teacher, a guardian, whoever. Yeah. And just, just let us know. Let somebody know. Number two. 
Customers of a beloved Waffle House waitress in Georgia have raised thousands of dollars to help her in her battle with cancer. For the past 37 years, Cynthia Morrison has been dedicated to serving her customers at the Waffle House in Roxana, earning a reputation of caring deeply about her customers. And when her longtime customer, Joey Godfrey, noticed she wasn't there during her usual Saturday shift, he asked her why. And she had shared with him that she had been battling cancer and she had a reaction to her chemo medication that she had been taking. And that day, he had left every penny on him for a tip. He left her $120. And when he left the restaurant, he said that he cried for the first time since his mother had passed away. And he figured that if he felt this way about her, other customers would feel the same. So he created a GoFundMe. And Godfrey, with the lung of other customers, have raised over $9,000 so far. Number one. Britney Spears has been very vocal about how she didn't really enjoy her years headlining a residency in Vegas. But it looks like there's a chance she might do it again. The Sun reports that the Resorts World Hotel and Casino, which already have residency with Katy Perry and Carrie Underwood, are trying to get Britney to sign on. And that they've been wooing her for months now when they were there in March with her fiancé. They pulled all the stops, putting them in a $15,000 a night suite. She also was there this past weekend and witnessed notice that the hotel had a massive billboard that read, Resorts World Loves Britney. An insider says there's no official word or offer has been made, but the talks are definitely happening. And if it falls through or if it follows through, Britney could be on stage early as next year in Vegas. How do you feel about that, though? She's been there. I, n- I noticed that recently, that she's been there a lot and, like, doing stuff. So I was curious as to why she had been spending so much time there. I just feel because, like, she said it was such a terrible place for her. If it would put her in a... It kind of makes me feel bad wanting to be like, oh, yay, great, a new Britney residency. Even though this is, like, the worst two years of her life when she did it before, you know? There's something that feels off about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Thank you, Jess. I could use your help this morning. Solving a, a Maryland mystery, if you will. Oh, wait. That right? Okay, that's not the right music. <laughs> supposed to be mystery music. Didn't work. Okay. Um, <laughs> because we've lived here. I'm mad. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We've lived here now for two years, and most things in Maryland make sense to me. You know, like when we got here, we we're kind of confused on like how beloved a spice called Old Bay was to everybody. But now we get it. We're completely obsessed. It's obsessed with crabs. We got it. Mm-hmm. But what in the world is happening in downtown Baltimore right now. What did you see? As I'm driving home yesterday, it's like noon, and this almost trip, it's like, made my mind play tricks on me. I'm driving down Light Street, uh-huh. and I'm stopped at a red light, and I look over to my right, and there is a building that is completely decorated in Christmas decorations. It's beginning to look a lot like <laughs> Yo, literally everywhere you go. There is open? a full building. And I'm not talking about like there's a wreath on the door. Jess, I just sent you the video of it. Check it out. Oh, it's totally decked out. I'm talking like the front has garland all over it. Is it open in there? I'm talking there's wreaths on everything. The street lights in front of the building. Yeah. Have garland up them. It looks like straight up December over here. Does it always look like that? I didn't notice it till yesterday, but it's definitely not like that year round. That has not been like that since the holidays, for sure. So in my head, I'm like, what in the world? And I'll post this. Go follow us on Kramer and Jess at Kramer and Jess at Kramer and Jess at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. Um, and you can take a look at this. We're not talking like something simple, y'all. This is full on Christmas mode. In the middle of the summer. I like it. And I have 
absolutely no idea. Yeah, what is it? You can start calling 410-583-1065 if you have any idea. And this, if you're wondering which building this is, it's the building where the Under Armour Performance Center is downtown. Okay. Full on holidays right now. Here's a few ideas that I've made up. Tell me if these make sense to you. Number one, yesterday was arguably a hard day. Were they just trying to put some holiday spirit in our hearts? Because, yeah. you know, the holidays make everybody feel better. Right. Seems a little out there, but possibility. Yeah. Could it possibly be a Maryland tradition where... Is it like this all year round and no, you just didn't notice no. it? No. Are you sure? No. Are you sure? Zero percent chance that's what happened. That building was not decorated for Christmas the day before. I'm like, is this a Maryland thing where, like, in the middle of the year, we just, like, celebrate the holidays again? And maybe we just didn't do it last year because the the pandemic maybe i'm missing it a big event that happens or possibly here's the only thing i think is like are they filming a movie or something downtown oh but like we don't know of anything we haven't been we haven't been privied on anything like that i'm so, honestly not mad at it like it kind of makes it me felt happy. good but it threw my brain off because yeah. i'm like it's hot outside i'm sweating why is why are christmas decorations up yeah help me solve this maryland mystery 410-583-1065 Dylan from Baltimore City, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? We're g- confused, a little confused, confused. but like kind of happy, though. Why, why is it Christmas in downtown Baltimore right now? Do you have any idea? I do, actually. I work directly across the street from that building, and they're filming a movie there. They really? That oh! was a complete guess. That was a complete guess. Do you have any what? idea of like what it's about? I mean, obviously, it's about Christmas, but I was, I was kind of joking when I was like, maybe they're filming a movie over there. So it's not necessarily about Christmas. The movie is um, an Apple movie, whatever. However, oh, on Apple TV, yeah, 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 blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's based on a book from a woman who lived in Baltimore called The Lady in the Lake. Oh, oh my God. no! I know that they've been filming that here. They've yeah, I had they were no in idea. I think Pikesville. A couple months ago, Natalie Portman is in the movie. Have you seen Natalie? Yeah. Just confirm. <laughs> I have not. No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> but will, you, will you keep an eye out? And if you do see her, where you let us know. Now, that, I mean, let's be honest. That's not the first thing that's going to pop in my mind. In the middle of downtown Baltimore, we're filming an Apple TV original. Okay? I hope they keep it up, though, because it's kind of nice. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree. It's kind of pretty to look out there and be like, oh, it's yeah. Really yeah. Nice. It, it, especially with, as hard as yesterday was, I got to be honest, for those those 15 seconds took me a drive by, I kind of liked it. Didn't yeah. it? Thank you for that this morning. You're very welcome. Have a great day, guys. You too. I just got a text, though, too, that is kind of saying the complete opposite. Hmm. They say that it's a tradition here in Baltimore to decorate downtown storefronts. For the Christmas in the summer. Oh, like Christmas in July? Is so that is it, true? Is it not a movie? Is this something that just happens that I've just missed, you know, last year? Like, hey, Vanessa, good morning. This is Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca. Excuse me. Rebecca, good morning. Oh, Re- is she still there? Rebecca, are you there? I don't think she's there anymore. Do you know anything about this? Denise, is this a movie set or is this a, just a, a Baltimore thing that we do is decorate in the middle of the summer? So, well, so that, I, so that I don't know, but um, the producers, I guess, contacted my husband because they were looking um, to, it's going to be, so it's based 
on, like, the girl that called in before based on a... Lady in the Lake, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So they're making my husband shop like a used car dealership. Really? Is it is it decorated? Are they asking to decorate it for Christmas as well? <laughs> no, no, they haven't did that yet. But um, they're looking for like old signs and they're going to be putting um, old stuff on the building. That's cool. So we can't, but we cannot confirm though what? this actually is the movie. So... Do we leave this as an unsolved mystery? Should I go home and get my decorations and put them out? I kind of want to like be a part of it. I'm confused. I think my graduation speech is a little bit better than yours. If I'm being transparent with you. I mean, I don't know. Uh, whatever floats your boat. You didn't know it was a competition? I don't really think that's how commencements are supposed to be. <laughs> but if that's what makes you feel better. Okay. It's Mix 106.5. I'm not competing with you. <laughs> Good morning. It's Kramer and Jess. What we should really be teaching our graduates is everything is a competition in this world. It's true. Everybody um, buckle up. We, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I told Jess yesterday it's been a dream of mine to be invited to be a commencement speech giver. Speaker, I guess is the word. Um, at a graduation. And no one's asked as of now, as of 39 years of my life. But who knows? Could be next year. Sorry. Sorry. So what we're doing this week, though, is Jess and I are writing our own commencement speeches. Mm-hmm. Since no one's asking us to actually do them, we're going to do them This for was Kramer's you. idea. Didn't really have any interest, but now I learned why he made me do it. You did great yesterday. This was good. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of positive feedback, but um, I think that my message might cut right to the core here. Okay. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the long-awaited Kramer commencement speech for our class of 2022, Towson, University of Maryland, wherever. Naval Academy, yeah, everybody. Yeah, what's up? Everybody. <clears throat> to the class of 2022, my plan was to come before you today and tell you, don't get married until you're 40. Oh, no. <laughs> I do hope you'll remember that. But the events of this week, wait, I guess like the events of the last 12 days, Actually, like the events of like the last few years. I guess we're really getting close to this being just a straight up hard decade. Let's just say this. The challenges that we've faced since most of you have been teenagers have been some of the hardest times that we, even old people, have seen in our lifetime. But we've seen some really amazing things too. And that's what age brings you. The gift of knowing it does get better. That painful breakup, you'll heal That dream job you're not going to get, a better one's going to show up. And even when there's something as painful and confusing and unthinkable as a mass shooting, somehow we bandage our hearts and we all comfort each other until these better days arrive. Mm. But I think any old person, the one thing that this past week or month or year or years uh, have taught us is you can't wait. You cannot wait until a certain age or date, or milestone, or job to do what you want to do. Because I'm sure right now you're thinking, oh, yeah, I've got time. i got time to do this, time to do that. And I hope that you're right, but the truth is we don't know. None of us know. So don't wait to take that trip you've always wanted to or learn that skill. Don't wait until you make X amount of money or until the weather gets better. Don't wait to watch that movie on Netflix because they'd be taking those things down, and that's so frustrating. And 
Don't wait to tell someone you love them because many of us old people wish that we would have said it much more often. Waiting is believing that you're going to have time to do the things all that you already want to do with this short life that you've been given. But whether it be a global pandemic or worse, time is a gift. One that all of us won't get 100 years to live. Do it now. There's literally only one thing you should wait on. And that's marriage. And that's the age of 40. Please don't get married before 40. (laughs) To the class of 2022, you did it. Congratulations. And the crowd goes wild. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.